um, and you were saying, but actually he became more beautiful. And his hair is cut, and then he just went on to the next. Curious about that. How Mahaprabhu became more beautiful <laughs> by having his hair cut. He always, always, first of all, he's always becoming more beautiful at all times. That was very tragic for the um, inhabitants of Navadweep. It so much symbolized his not being a citizen, no longer being a citizen of the world. Sannyasis, Prophet sometimes called it as social suicide. And so. It was very, great tragedy for them. Of course, his mother intervened ultimately, and uh, made a kind of a some kind of a solution whereby he could help us, and it would not be as much at the cost, the price of the pain of pain in separation for the uh, inhabitants of. With Navadweep. Mm-hmm. So, Jai Sachinanda. We, we are. Mahaprabhu is, is known to be the greatest of the lovers of one's mother. What kind of sannyasi is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a very special one, <laughs> no doubt. Mm-hmm. And and raised as he was with such affection, then he could arguably be as affectionate as he was to others. But it's beautiful for us. Hmm? Beautiful for us because just like in the, in the morning Krishna leaves the Vrindavan village and it's very painful for the inhabitants who have to stay behind, but the cows, the cowherds, and the forest is very enlivened at this time. So, such is the nature of the Leela, separation from one union to the others. In this case, of course, the beauty of Mahaprabhu ultimately lies in Namadweep, as we've taught, but the beauty of his reaching out from there to us is something that stands out in our minds. And in the context of his sannyas lila, he gives all the beautiful teachings of Gaudiya Vaishnavas and so forth and so on, whereby we can have access to him in Navadweep, ultimately. Hmm. Puri is very special, the lila of Jagannath Puri is very special. We shouldn't minimize it in any way. This is, of course, where he resided at the suggestion of Mother Sachi, hmm. um, for the most part, uh, during his sannyas. Leela, rather than going a great distance to Vrindavan, staying there, and which would have been uh, made it very difficult for the inhabitants of Vrindavan to even hear news about him, would speak of go and visit with him yearly, annually, as they would for the Ratha Yatra. Anyway, they would be going to the Ratha Yatra, hmm? and how much more so because he was there. So this was a compromise. Puri is a is a, is, a, is a holy place, and so is Vrindavan. It's one of the Dhams. Hmm? And um, Sridhar Maharaj, Pujapat Sridhar Maharaj, described it as a, as a train wreck, hmm? a train crash between two conceptions, Dwarka and Vrindavan. 
that is a Jagannath. He's been Krishna in a, in a train wreck. And so he's in Dwarka, but he's thinking of Vrindavan, and it's causing all these transformations in him. So it's a very special juncture, very special place. And um, as I say, well, we emphasize the goal is to enter into Nabdweep. The way is, is through his teachings as a sannyasi, and, uh, and his life in Puri is full of uh, instructions for us. Chaitanya Charitamrita is mostly written from that perspective, drawn, the narrative drawn of Mahaprabhu's life as it is from the notes of Srupadamala and Raghunath Das Goswami. Raghunath Das Goswami has a couple of astakams, uh, well, a Chaitanya astakam and other prayers, more than eight verses, um, in uh, praise of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and they're all describing him and his his uh, leelas in Puri, especially at the end, and um, showing the way, as I often put it, to, uh, to Nabdweep. So it's very important. So in that sense, we can say, and it's probably on my mind at the time, he becomes more beautiful. He comes our way <coughs> and uh, enters into the forest of material as a sannyasi of material existence and uh, rescues the fallen souls. It is said in Bhagavatam, Chaktva Sudhus Chadisaripsita Rajlakshmim Dharmishta Arya Vachasaya Gadaranyam Mayam Rigam Daita Ipsita Manbadhavad Vande Mahapurushate Charanadavindam. Very nice prayer. It says, He gave up Chaktva Sudhus Chadisaripsita Rajlakshmi. He gave up the Rajlakshmi, Chaktva. Rajlakshmi, the the, the 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 king of queens, I guess you could say, Raj Lakshmi, the, 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 the supreme Lakshmi, goddess of fortune, you've got everything, um, and so forth. He had everything. Is also what it means in Navadvip. He was the the the, uh, the the hero of the whole the whole of Nadia, young. Nimai Pandit, champion in his scholarship, even when the Digvijay Pandit came to uh, debate with the Pandits of Navadweep, they were conveniently out of town. And they thought, that boy Nimai's there, he'll debate with Nimai, and if Nimai defeats him, then we can say, and even a boy from Navadweep can beat the big scholar, defeat the big scholars from elsewhere. And if he defeats him, I would say, well, you've only debated with a boy when you came there. This was their strategy. Hmm. Of course, they were out of town, so they missed the debate, which has been described by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, a very extraordinary event and so forth. So he was very um, popular, hmm. most popular. Hmm. He had everything, youth and beauty and goddess of fortune as his his wife and so forth but he left that so it's a it's a, it's a the painful even to, 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 to think about if we understand it, the, the, the the frame of the inhabitants of Nabweep it's analogous to Krishna's leaving Vrindavan this is a pitiful Piteous, pitiful scene 
occurs there on the chariot. Mounting Krishna Balaram and all the inhabitants are are um, struggling with it. Gopis are lying down in front of the chariot. You have to run us over to go and so forth. So he left such a situation. Hmm. For what? And, and, and on the plea, so to speak, of he is Namo Brahmanya Devaya Go Brahmanya Hitaya Jagaditaya Krishna He is Krishna and Krishna is, is um, uh, dear to the Brahmins and he respects the Brahmins. So their words, he makes them come true. Excuse me. So when he was doing his kirtan in the house of Shivas and he was private wasn't letting just anybody in. One Brahmin complained hmm, that I lead a very pure life. I drink only milk. That's how I sustain myself. I should be allowed to enter. Mahaprabhu said, well, what is this kind of purity, physical purity? It means nothing. You can't enter my kirtan just by, by, by physical purity. So he cursed Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Brahman's curse has to come through him. He cursed him to not have a ha- to not have a happy family life. His family life would be disrupted. So to fulfill the words of the Brahmins. So he's giving different Bhagavatams, giving different reasons and perspectives for his sannyas. He's taking care of everything, uh, covering all the bases and so forth. Uh, hmm. On the basis of the curse, he left. Hmm. And what did he leave? We have nothing to leave, and we are attached to it. He had everything. The goddess of fortune, his loving mother, as they say, the joy of the whole, the whole town. And Mayamrigam Dadeepsanamanamadabad. And he left on the plea of the, on the basis of the curse, ostensibly or externally. And what he left, as I say, is very extraordinary. And to chase after Mayamrigam Daita Ipsitam, those who are bewildered by Maya, Mayamrigam Daita Ipsitam, used to show compassion to them. Yadagadaranyam, he entered the forest, means he took sannyas, he entered the forest of, sometimes as is described, of material existence, hmm. chasing after us. And so, Bhagavatam says to him that. Aparusha, we offer our pranams, our obeisance. Hmm. So, chasing after us, we should be embarrassed to think that he's left that situation for us, and we're remaining here, not going, and he's inviting us to come there. And in order to do so, this is Krishna, the flute player. He's taking, tearing the danda, the staff, the rod of chastisement which is not meant for chastising other people, but oneself. Hmm. So, in this way, the shaving of the head is for this. It's, it's very beautiful. There are beautiful descriptions of him. In Puri, by hmm. Raghunathas Goswami in particular, Sanatana Goswami also. Yeah, written, about, written about that. 
Leela they were most familiar in terms of the earthly Leela with this aspect of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes. So it's very beautiful, it's very profound, very deep, and it's the way, showing the way. Hmm. What else? Yes. Um, you mentioned how <coughs> separation is emphasized more manifestly was on earth, where the union is more emphasized um, in transcendental burden. I'm wondering if this separation on earth is kind of a way to, like, it almost builds up the union like that much more. That is the purpose of the separation. It is said in English that separation makes the heart grow fonder. Hmm. So the union is enhanced by the separation. So the union is, is assisting, excuse me, the, separation, the union is enhanced by the separation, so the separation is enhancing the union. That's its purpose, hmm. really. Hmm. And it, within the context of it, there is a union also. Therefore, sometimes it itself is emphasized by sayings like, in union there's one Krishna, in separation, there are millions of Krishnas. Everywhere you look, you're reminded of him. Oh, oh, huh. he's everywhere, something like that. So these two, they're like the high and the low tide of the ocean, two banks of the river of, of love. And uh, it's, what, it's part of what, what makes the, the Prem and Leela so much... Uh, uh, different than the static life and transcendence of of identifying with Brahman, for example. It's hmm? hmm. making the, 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 the Leela's moving in these two ways, union, separation, union, separation. Ultimately, in the, in the ultimate union, one experiences union and separation at the same, at the same time. Hmm? So, but overall, yes, that is the purpose, separation, uh, to enhance the union. And it's very um, also uh, played out in this world. That world is, the, other, the, the unmanifest lila is the, the full expression of the, what's called samridhiman sambo, the full union. It's like Krishna goes away for a long time. That's called pravas, a certain type of separation. Then when he comes back, the full union can be experienced. And then in that union, they all ascend, so to speak, to the unmanifest lila, where that pravas doesn't occur again. Hmm? And so it's predominated by, by union in that sense. And this here, the lila, predominated by separation, which is also, to use a kind of a, I guess, a... Catholic phrase, I like that, this, uh, that the, the dark night of the soul. Hmm? One has to pass through to come into the day, if you will, of, of union. So separation is, is, is the way also. Hmm? Uh, one has to pass through it. It makes the heart grow fonder. It tests one and, and one's resolve and so on and so forth. So it's very relative to the manifest lila which 
very much tenders to the sadhakas and gives rise to sadhakas, makes the opportunity available and so forth. So it's it's uh, very peculiar, the lila, the, the manifest lila. It's more full in one sense, played out, as I sometimes say, on location, because the pastimes are human-like. But it's also, uh, separation is more prominent in it, and that very much works together with the idea that it is also an, an entry point for the sadhakas. Hmm? So they go through separation to enter into the into the union, and on different levels. So even then, entering into the lila, those sadhakas that the lila is ultimately coming for, who so that they can take birth in the lila, and and like the god, you know, to use a like a a uh, well, let's say a sports analogy, they got drafted by the professional teams out of the college and so now they're actually wearing the uniform and sitting on the bench and they, they might even go in sometimes you know and have a have a play make a play or something like that hmm? um, so Bob is something like that and then and then and then when you take birth in the Leela manifestly then you're actually you're on the team hmm but you know you might make a few mistakes. It's, 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 there's few there's few things to learn still. You got to have to, you know, but now you need experience. Hmm? He's, he knows, but he lacks experience. Hmm? So that's giving opportunity for uh, experience and the development of one's study bhav, and then to the point where it's when, when the lila becomes unmanifest. That's called. From Surup City to Vastu City in Bhaktivinoda's terms, to enter into the land of no return. So the Leela, really, in one sense, in the highest sense, with re, re, in relation to the sadhakas, it comes for them. Hmm? I mean, they're siddhas, but they're still not perfect. Hmm? They're they were involved. They develop brain. They enter the Leela, but it's it's uh, it's a. Uh, uh, they haven't attained the full measure of perfection. So Krishna can't bear the separation from them. He's hearing the prayer, their prayers, their appeals. He knows every 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 trial and tribulation that they've gone through and how they they've weathered the storm and and gone ahead and so forth. And, and it's just it's starting to wear on him. He, he, she wants me so much. I, I can't, I cannot resist. The Leela manifests. This is another way of looking at it from those kinds of sadhakas. Hmm. Those kinds of almost siddha siddhas, something like that. Hmm. Advanced devotees. Hmm. They cannot bear his separation. He cannot bear their separation. So then there's the beginning. Hmm. But even in the context of that, then, let's say, for example, in in, in the Gopi Bhav, then they're in the Leela, and the Leela's progressing, and then there's poor Virag. Hmm? They haven't met him yet, but they're hearing stories about him. And it's not like 
they're sadhakas. They're in their inner world now. They're, I'm born, I'm a gopi, this is who I am. And and there's word about this boy, and, and, and they become, just hearing his name, if something happens to them. Hmm? Oh. And they faint. And and they hear some other news, and then, and then the, that this is the poor barak. So they're feeling separation before the union. They fall, they're falling in love. They don't know if he loves them, and this is so. Uh, they're completely in the lila, in, in the words. They don't. It's not like sadhakas think about it. There, but now their separation is also there. They pass through that, or, or in in in, in other rasas like sakiras utkantita. They said that Arjuna was a friend of Krishna in the city. He saw the picture of Krishna, the drawing of Krishna, who was his cousin, brother, and he, he had a great longing, a kind of separation, a great longing to to meet him. And so this is another level of the separation, if you will, even inside the Leela, one passes through. Hmm. Then that's very much relative to the to the manifest lila, hmm. where it's going these stages. Krishna is actually born in the aprakat lila, the unmanifest lila. It's they said that the childhood pastimes of Krishna are not prominent. He's he's a kishore, hmm, which is the full development. He's now a a a, a, a an adolescent. And so forth, hmm. but, uh, uh, but in the manifest little here, then he's actually born, and the childhood pastimes have played out, and and the uh, the uh, boyhood pastimes. So it's in one sense it's more full. The sadhakas here want to want to enter there so that they can go to the unmanifest lila, and those in the unmanifest lila they want to go to the to the manifest lila. And they move back and forth between the two, something like that. Hmm. So, union, separation, fosters union. It complements the union, hmm. and there is a kind of union within it, also. So it's very mysterious. But people want to debate which is better, higher union or separation. And they, they, the answer is they go together. They're they're complementary. Hmm. Separation in separation, you would say union is better. I want that's what it's all about. You're completely focused on wanting, desiring the union, and in union, sometimes the fear of separation arises. Oh goodness! What if I heard you might leave? When I first heard that Prabhupada was going to leave. New Dwarka, after he'd been there for three months, I said, what? How could he leave? Sure, it makes sense, but <laughs> it's not working for me. He's going to leave. And I, then, I, then I thought, oh. It was very blissful, but it was very disconcerting. It was disconcerting, but ecstatic. And I, then I could understand, oh, this is what it means. Separation. The, the love of Separation. How can it be disconcerting and be blissful? Well, you have to go there. You have to experience it. Hmm? That kind of preoccupation hmm? with the object of love, the right object of love, will bring that about. 
Hmm? And of course, well, if it pleases him, then so be it. Hmm? That's love and separation. So, that help? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice question. What else? Yes. I've never some semblance of that, but where did you hear that? the nature of anurag it's ever, ever fresh mm-hmm. but in the unmanifest leela for the most part the separation is minimized hmm. but, but anyway there would be a parallel in Sakiras or whatever mm-hmm. or in Dasiras and Vatsaliras Yog Vyog Yog, union, separation. What else? Yes. In Brihadhanvatamita, Goko Kumara goes to the universe, all the different levels, and then into the spiritual world. And when he eventually reaches Goloka, Krishna sees him, and it's, it's as if he saw him first, or hadn't seen him in a long time. And then later on, in the lecture, I remember you mentioning that it's like seeing his friend for the first time. So it's, it seemed kind of weird that Krishna seemed as if in Brihadavadamita that, oh, um, Sarup, where have you been? And then Sarup just doesn't remember. So doesn't remember? Doesn't remember being there before, or, or memories of Brihadavadamita. Well, the, the question is, um, Krishna is—is is he just acting as part of Lila? Well, I'm not sure if I understand your question, but Gopakumar is a cowherd, and he's telling a story, and he's—he's he's a worshiper of Gopal Krishna, right? He chants his mantra. He's a worshiper of Gopal Krishna, so he—he he, he goes through the different worlds his mantra takes into the different possibilities and he sees different manifestations of his deity that that looks like him and but then um, he moves successively on to fuller and fuller manifestations from Vaikuntha to Dwarka Dwarka he comes back to uh, earthly Vrindavan from there he goes to Goloka when he enters Goloka he sees Krishna hmm now your question is what? He already knew what he looked like? So why is it seemed like we're seeing him for the first time? That's the nature of Krishna. That's, every time you see him, it's like seeing him for the first time. And now, of course, at that point, he's seeing him more fully than ever before. He's seeing him in, in, in the perfection of his devotional life. So he's fully seeing. Hmm? And yes, he's... he's, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's it's not that he doesn't 
recognize Krishna, he sees Krishna, he hears the hurting, and he sees him, and it's it's again like he's like he's uh, like he's never seen him before. And if you saw him the next minute, it would be the same. But at that particular time, it's particularly strong. And as far as Krishna goes, hmm? Krishna's greeting him and knows of his struggles. And after so much, so much, you took trouble to come here and embracing him. Yeah, it's very charming, actually. The other inhabitants of Vrindavan, what's going on? Krishna embraces him and then he passes out. Hmm? Is, it, is he a demon that's come from Mathura, from Kamsa? And then Krishna comes to and starts to speak and so forth. Opakumar is like, you know, it's one thing to know him in worship. Another thing to, you know, let's, let's say you know somebody like, I like, you know, such and such, you know, music star or something like musician. So I know the songs, I see them on the TV, see the picture, went to the concert, you know, um, and, and so on and so forth. And then one day the guy shows up at your house, you know. Hi, I heard you liked me. And you like my music. Can I come in? <laughs> it's him, it's him. Something like that. So yes. The whole experience. <laughs> and of course, as, a, as a, an aside, there's, there's, no, there's no beginnings, there's no new, you know, it's, it's eternal time. Time is there for sake of sequence. But the, the idea is that the bhav of Sakirasa, that Gopakumar is attaining, it's already, that bhav is already existing. And it's always showing itself in, in different ways. That's its nature. Hmm. So, this is how the, Go, the, the Goswamis resolve the, the, the quandary, if you will. That we're in the material world from a time without beginning. Bhakti comes to us, and there's a beginning hmm, in this world. We enter that world in a, in a, in a suitable body given to us by Krishna, constitutive sarup shakti. Hmm. But then it seems like something new. It's some there's a new beginning in the world where there's no, no beginnings. Hmm? But that bob is already existing. It's already existing, so it's not new. And what it does is it shows itself in different ways. So that's the norm there. This bob is manifesting in different ways. Here's another way it's manifesting as Sarup was his name. Gopakumar became Sarup. Hmm? So it all just feels quite natural to them. <laughs> uh, we might talk about it as it talks about it in Brihat Bhagavatamrita that uh, might sound a little more like it might occur if you will on a, if somebody just walked in and new guys here you know something like that uh, but the Bhav is always existing and these Bhavs Sakya Bhav Patsalya Bhav Madhurya Bhav showing itself in different ways ever fresh all the time and so someone attains the Bhav through Guru Parampara, the seed of that cultivates it, and when it fully manifests, then it's taking its place in the leela. And I think uh, Jiva Goswami in the Priti Sundarva describes something like that. These sarups are like it's a very difficult section to translate, but 
some translators but they're 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 dormant there. Mm-hmm. They come to come they're activated, something like that. And Hard to talk about, uh, so, but uh, but this point is emphasized. An important point, obviously, that the the perfection that we seek, the Baba, it's already existing. Hmm. So, in a one sense, like I said earlier today, it's more about beginning, being than becoming. Material life, linear time, so it's about becoming. It's about being, but in the context of prema, it's a being that's always becoming, also. That's very interesting, because otherwise the ordinary idea of Vedanta is being. Hmm? You already are. Just be what you are. Hmm? You are such as none to be it. Hmm? And there's nothing to be to be becoming as the world, as the material world, trying to become. Hmm? You're trying to become what you are. Hmm? And you're doing a bad job of it, <laughs> right? So stop trying to become, just be. But in our just being, there's also a becoming because of the nature of the being. Given that we have the potential in connection with the Srupa Shakti to be all that we can be, there's kind of the becoming of love. So in love... You could say, I became all I could be. But you were, nothing changed. We didn't, you know, inject any new organs or anything like that. But you have this potential. And by association, there was a chemistry, if you will, right? To subjective intermingling. It's invisible. Hmm. The force of, of love. I mean, the Cupid is, 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 is the, his name is Ananga. Ananga. What does Anga mean? Limb. So Ananga means he has no limbs, means he's invisible. Hmm. So this invisible force we call Cupid of love. How it how it works, where is it, can you measure it, you know. You could measure the reactions, hormones and, and what, you know, going off and so forth. But So it's a, it's a good example. Spirit moves matter in the same way. Something like that, invisibly. And bhakti is a moving of the spirit itself, moving of consciousness. So there's a becoming in, in the being, but but that becoming is, is is something that already exists, also existing as a potential, and it's very peculiar idea of Vedanta that uh, incorporates both the becoming and being, but the becoming is not a, not a a um, it's. Um, it's it's kind of an illusion also, but it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. Spiritual, uh, what should you call it? Uh, ignorance, uh, divine ignorance, or something like that. So, mm-hmm. in ignorance. There's there's something there's something to gain. Something, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, what else?
Yes. Um, in Shri Tanachaitamita, talking about the Krishna Sanyasi, um, it talks about how um, the residents of Vrindavan and all the paraphernalia in Vrindavan are composed of um, Shrivasattva. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it goes on in the report to say that also the, the gopis are also composed of but then later on, it says that the gopis are expansions of Radharani's body, and it's my understanding that Radharani is not composed of Shivasattva in the same way. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. yeah. Well, means also Sandini. Sattva, Sudha means pure, Sattva here means existence, so. It's a pure existence. It's the ground there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <clears throat> we slightly differentiate between the gopis and the kayabuha, the expansions of, of Radha, from everything else that's an expansion of Baladev, who presides over the Sandini Shakti. And he doesn't preside over the Badini Shakti or the, the Madhuri Rasa. And so it's a way of saying that, in a sense, to say that they are the Kayavihula, means the expansions directly of Radharani, who is the, the uh, in another way she presides over all three. She's the Swayam Shakti, the original Shakti, but her, um, the, um, the, she described more, if you will, of being constituted of, of Ladini. Hmm? So uh, I think it's a way of, as I say, distinguishing between Baladev's jurisdiction, if you will, and Radha's jurisdiction. But they are all in Sujasattva, it's all pure existence and, and, uh, and so on. But they, rather than manifesting from Baladev, hmm? Like it said, everything else does. They manifest from her. So, does that mean they have no Sandini Shakti in their constitution? Is that perhaps like kind of how you want thinking about it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, think of it like that. Does that help?
Yeah. What is the promise of me to say? Ananda Chinmaya Rasa Pratibhabhiva in peace. Tabiri Eva Nijirupataya Kalabi. Kuloka Eva Nivasati Akilatma Bhutta. Gobinda Vajapurusham Bhutamananda. He speaks about the gopis like the faces of the moon, like the arts, 64 arts. And they're all manifestations of one or another, something like that. Mm. Directly from the means. It means, like I've said before, Radha wants to satisfy Krishna, so there's like an embodiment of every particular art or emotion that would particularly um, tender to his needs at any given time, and she's the whole of them all, all together, something like that. So because she presides over Ladi Shakti, then they're called the Karavyuha. They're coming directly from her. But in a similar way, a little bit different, but it said Sudasatva Visheshatma Premasriyam Susamivak Bhava is described as the ray of the son of Prem. And it's Sudasatva Visheshatma. So a combination of the Sudasatva means a combination of Samvit and Ladini. But it's a combination of Sudasattva. So Sandini is included in it. You understand? Sudasattva means Sandini. So in, in the pure, the ground of pure existence, different combinations of Samvit, of knowing. I know that I'm a coward. And there's a corresponding bliss, Ladini. Hmm. Um, so all three are in, in play. What else? Yes. Sometimes we story that there's these, you know, souls on an insult floating in the Brahman effulgence, and sometimes they kind of float near the edge. And Lord Shiva, <laughs> out of his causeless mercy, takes them back into the material world, and um, they take birth as Jonestine. So I was wondering if, what's the scriptural basis for that. Somebody said that? Well, the, the scriptural um, fact is that no one, no one falls from the Brahma Jyoti. There's, there's no sense of, of, of one's own individuality even. Hmm? Or that there's any other, or there's anywhere to go, do... There's nowhere to fall. You're everywhere. There's no sense of material existence. There's no edge <laughs> to everywhere. Uh, and so 
there's uh, sometimes there's a, well there's a verse a famous verse in the tenth canto of the Bhagavatam. That was that verse. Um, it says that there are these persons, they think they're liberated, but they're, they're actually not, and their intelligence is not pure. Hmm? And um, they arise up to this position, but if they, which is not quite there, they think they're there, but they're not, and and they disrespect bhakti, and then they fall down. Hmm? So sometimes this verse is used to say that people fall from the Brahma Jyoti. Hmm? But what it's actually speaking about is those who have identified with Brahman and are in the penultimate stage of Brahma Sayuja, merging in, in, in Brahman, which is called Jivan Mukti. So they're a Jivan Mukta. They're liberated, but they're still in this world, and their karma, their, their manifest karma, their prabhda is playing itself out. They're not interacting, plugged into it so that it continues, just playing itself out, and they're just witnessing and, and so forth. Jivan Mukta, in the, as a jnani. There's Jivan Mukta devotees also, but that's different. Hmm. So the, the, this verse, for example, is used a couple of times in Chaitanya Charitamrita to really emphasize the importance of bhakti and the fact that disrespecting bhakti will result in ajivan mukta falling down. Now, if you don't disrespect bhakti, if you honor bhakti, if there is some bhakti factored into your pursuit of Brahma Sayuja, then you can enter the Brahma Sayuja. Bhakti will give you that. Only bhakti can give it. You can't get it on your own. You could come up to Jivananda, Atmananda. So they're experiencing Atmananda. But they haven't yet entered into Brahmananda. That requires bhakti. And once they do, then that's their ambition. So she gives to them. And once they're there, then they're beyond the gunas. So there are, there's no... There, there's no it's a, it is a form of enlightenment. It is one of the... Five types of mukti. Hmm. You know what the five types are? Into? Salokya, sarsti, samipya, sarupya, sayuja. Hmm. Different sampradayas will talk about sayuja differently. Even in our sampradaya, Baladev, Vidyabhushan talks about it differently hmm. than Krishna's Kaviraj. Vedanta hmm. Sutra and his Govinda Vasha. But at any rate, there are five kinds. To live on the same planet with Krishna, to the same opulence as, as Narayan, or I should say, same planet as Narayan, same opulence as Narayan. Salokya, that means same planet, Sarshti, same opulence, Sarupya, same kind of form, forearm form. Hmm. Salokya, Sarshti, uh, Salokya, Sarshti, Sarupya, Samipya, to be a personal attendant of Narayan. Sayuja, 
The difference is sayuja to enter into Brahman. Hmm? Or other ways, it's sometimes use sayuja is like the overriding thing, to be fully identified with that world. And from within that, Saloki Shasti. Anyway, so the different ways of talking about it. But but all any any of this is only possible by but bhakti and going there one doesn't return. Hmm. Brahman is also the abode of Krishna. Hmm. It's the halo around the abode, you know, figuratively it's described as such. But when Krishnadas Kapiraj invokes this verse, this is just one example. In a Bengali, he, he uses the, the term Jivan Mukta, Jivan Mukta. Hmm. So, and the verse says, they th- they think they're liberated, but their thinking is not clear. Not clear. Hmm. They disrespect bhakti and they fall down. But in Brahman, how can you disrespect bhakti? How can you do anything? Hmm? It's described as contentless awareness. Hmm? Awareness with no object to be aware of. You know, I'm aware of... What are you aware of? I'm just aware. And there's nothing to be aware of. It's an odd idea. Hmm? But this is how Brahman has been described. Like deep sleep. And so the devotees, they hear this, they think, no thanks, I don't want to be, what do they call it when they, when they put you to sleep for an operation? Mm-hmm. Anesthetized? I don't want to be anesthetized. <laughs> it might be peaceful, but, well, so, but, so there's no, there's no, there's no, there are aspects of the self that aren't, they don't have the opportunity to manifest there. And that's why we call it incomplete in terms of the potential of a jiva. But, but there's, there's, uh, there, there's no opportunity to, to exercise them, to express them um, in that way. It's incomplete, but it's not incomplete to the, that, that, that at some point some of them fall down or something like that. It just doesn't apply. Mm. So, don't worry about falling off the edge there. (laughs) But don't go there either. (laughs) Something like that. Pass through that. You know, oh, this is the aura of Krishna. Go through. See him on the other side. Okay. Sri Sri Gornitananda Kija, Gorbakta Brindakija, Gold Premanandi.